Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host, and I am feeling much better than I did last week. Still got a little voice issue going, but I feel a lot better. Um, one thing, though, I am burned out. Um, I've hit my limit of what I can of what I can do. I am just tired and burned out. Uh, I've been working a lot of overtime, for me, anyway, at my job. I think I mentioned that last week. And uh, just to give you an idea, the next time I go to work, um, uh, uh, over five days, I'll have worked, I will have worked uh, like 86 hours or something like that over five days. So as a result, I am just between this and kids and family and work, I am burned out. So the episodes until the end of the year are going to be quite a bit shorter than they normally are. Just because I need some time to recharge my batteries because they are like if if I was a Tesla battery right now, I would be bricked um, and it would cost tens of thousands of dollars to fix me. All right. That's enough of me complaining. I did mention last week that uh, we were just going to have EV news this week. We do have one Tesla story and we'll jump into that in just a moment. But I need to tell you about my new podcast. And now that I'm telling you this, I just realized I told you guys I'm all burned out. And now I'm telling you I've launched a new podcast. Well, this podcast has been done for weeks. Um, I'm just now getting to the point of posting it. So lest you think that this is this is what's causing my burnout. This happened weeks ago. Anyway, I have a friend named Chris. We love music. So Chris and I decided that we were going to start a podcast, and it is called Shuffle Playlist. Each episode features either Chris or myself uh, talking about one of our favorite songs or something that we're listening to a lot of, and the episodes are between three and at the high side, 10 minutes, no longer than 10 minutes for sure. 
Um, it's a lot of fun. So I'm going to put a link in the show notes, but you can also search for it, Shuffle Playlist. I don't know if it's propagated everywhere. So if for some reason you don't see it, just email me and I'll send you a link. Or like I said, you can check the link in the show notes also. So I'm really excited. The first episode is going to drop on December 15th, which is tomorrow as I record this. All right, moving on to the EV news. Tesla insurance is expanding to Minnesota. So if you're keeping track, Tesla insurance is now in the following states. Arizona, California, Colorado, Illinois, Maryland, Minnesota, obviously. Nevada, Ohio, Oregon, Texas, Utah, and Virginia. Remember a couple weeks ago when we talked about Rivian and their partnership with Mercedes? Well, Rivian has now decided to put that partnership on hold, or actually pause, um, they're open to doing something with Mercedes in the future, but as of this point in time, uh, it's on pause. So don't expect to see any electric vans made by Rivian in Europe in the, the near future. Panasonic Energy and Lucid Motors have agreed to a deal where Panasonic will supply battery cells to Lucid. And speaking of Lucid, Insider insider.com got their hands on an internal email or actually it was two internal internal emails where lucid employees are required to call customers up to 14 times before allowing them to cancel. If a customer tries to cancel, then an employee will reach out to the customer within 24 hours. If that doesn't work, that same employee will reach out to the customer three more times. And if that doesn't work and the customer still insists on canceling, then a manager gets involved. And if that manager can't get you to keep your reservation, then a regional manager gets involved. So basically, customers who cancel their order are called every day for two weeks before Lucid will cancel their order. Now, I'm going to say, I don't know if this is an official policy. Um, I wonder if it is an official policy, if anybody actually follows it. You know, it, it, this may just be a whole lot of nothing. But if it, if it's true, that's really annoying. That's worse than Comcast, for sure. Uh, I can't think of any time where I heard someone complaining about trying to cancel a Lucid uh, reservation and not being able to do so, or, or you would think that somebody would complain that this was happening. So I, I haven't heard of anything. So I, I would guess that this isn't a big deal. Even if it is a policy, it's probably not being followed. NEO has produced 300,000 electric cars since 2018. Just to give you a, a little point of reference, from 2018 to April 26, 2022, they produced 200,000 cars. And since April to December, they produced an additional 100,000 cars in, what is that, uh, eight months? Is that math right? Yeah, eight months. So congrats to the NEO team. If you're curious, NEO has the ES8, ES7, and ES6, which are SUVs. Obviously, the higher number is the bigger SUV. The lower numbers are the smaller SUVs. And then they have a sedan that competes with the Model 3, which is the ET7. So congrats to the NEO team. That's really cool. Aptera has confirmed that they will use the North American Charging Standard Charging Connector, <laughs> which formerly was called the Tesla connector. In November, Tesla announced that they would open the connector up to other manufacturers. Aptera has actually been lobbying Tesla to open it up to them. So this is not a 
this isn't huge news, but still pretty cool that Aptera will have access to the supercharger network. I'm sure Tesla, I'm sure Tesla customers will not be thrilled about that, but it's going to happen one way or the other. Apple's rumored, unconfirmed, and unannounced EV will be delayed from 2025 to 2026. Um, again, they haven't announced anything, and I don't know how you can delay something uh, if you've never announced it. Um, I'm sure there's internal delays, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's really a delay. Um, yeah, internal timelines change. That's just the way it is. Some of the articles I read for this story talked about how Apple... Uh, initially, the Apple car wasn't going to have a steering wheel or pedals and be capable of level five autonomy. Uh, maybe this was an internal goal or an initial goal within Apple, but maybe it wasn't. Uh, we just don't know. The same outlets are reporting that the Apple car will, in fact, have a steering wheel and a pedal. So that's good to know if it ever comes out or is announced. Now, my personal feeling on this is that I do think that Apple is going to uh either partner with another auto manufacturer to produce an Apple branded car, or they'll come up with something on their own and use a company like Magna to uh, produce it. And if they do decide to sell an Apple car, there are other news outlets that were reporting last week that the Apple car will cost less than a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> and I should, I should hope so. I realize that Apple products are expensive in terms of electronics. I have many Apple products floating around my house. Um, but these media outlets are often wrong when it comes to the price. Like um, the original iPad was supposed to be something like $1,000 or something like that. The new Adventure Watch for the Apple Watch was supposed to be really expensive. And then it turned out it was like $700, which is not cheap, but it's not as expensive as the media outlets were saying it was, or the rumors were saying it was. So what I'm poorly trying to explain is that take all of this with a grain of salt. Even the stuff that I tell you, take it all with a grain of salt because we don't really know. All right, let's talk about Volkswagen. When VW announced that they were transitioning from ICE cars to electric cars, they rolled out the MEB platform, which actually stands for the Modular Electric Drive Matrix. I don't know why the B's in there, but it is. There are 12 models spread across VW Group that uses the MEB platform. VW has now announced the next level in the MEB platform, and it is called the MEB+. Plus. The MEB Plus will be capable of up to 700 kilometers of range. That's 434 miles. Charging speed will be between 175 and 200 kilowatts. When the MEB Plus platform is set to roll out, 10 new EV models will be released, and this will all happen sometime between now and 2026. The entry levels will start somewhere around 25,000 euros or $26,230. This all sounds great. The only problem is we don't know when exactly Volkswagen will launch the MEB Plus platform. I wonder if the ID buzz when it comes here to the United States, if that will be built on the MEB Plus platform. That'd be pretty cool. Speaking of pretty cool, the Volkswagen ID4 is finally getting a long overdue software update. Here's what's in the update. Auto hold, which will keep the vehicle stopped until the accelerator is pressed. So if the accelerator right now, 
uh, if you take your foot off the brake and it's not on the accelerator, I guess it creeps forward. Now it'll hold. You can turn this off in settings if you want. The battery info with the state of charge, the current drive mode, the trip computer, and the ambient temperature outside are now on the instrument cluster. One of the things that I was kind of curious about is if this update was going to include plug and charge, which means you just drive up to like an Electrify America uh, uh, charging station, you plug your car in and it just charges you and you don't have to put any credit card information in or anything like that. Uh, it does not. This does not bring plug and charge capabilities, which is weird because Volkswagen owns Electrify America. Uh, you would think on some level that they would be able to do this by now. And one last thing, this is an update, but it is not an over-the-air update. You'll have to bring your Volkswagen ID4 into the dealership for them to update it, which is so silly. And as far as I can tell, this is U.S. only. All right, let's jump into our last story of the day. Kind of a cool little story here. This comes from Tacky Teddy on Twitter. This story actually comes from TomTom, the navigation app. So in the early 1900s, we had three different types of vehicles that were battling for dominance. We had gas vehicles, steam-powered vehicles, and electric vehicles. In 1899, uh, there was, according to census data, there were 1,681 steam-powered vehicles produced, 1,575 EVs produced, and 936 gas vehicles produced. So in 1899, EVs were outselling gas vehicles and steam powered vehicles were just narrowly edging out EVs. So that's pretty cool. In 1897, the Pope Manufacturing Company produced the best selling EV in the US. It was called the Columbia Motor Carriage and it was an electric vehicle. I mean, ultimately, as we all know, gas-powered vehicles won out over EVs, even though the gas-powered vehicles were noisy, they stank. It was really difficult to start them with the hand crank, and oftentimes people would get seriously injured with that hand crank. But the, the reason why gas vehicles beat out the EV is because gas vehicles could travel further and across rougher terrain. EVs at the time struggled to climb hills. There wasn't enough charging infrastructure, you know, and then kind of a, a funny thing with uh, that's comparable today is that standardized EV plugs was an issue. The, the EV plugs back over 100 years ago were not standardized. And you think people complain about EV charging now, imagine 100 years ago. But just because gas-powered vehicles won out over EVs, EVs didn't actually disappear. What the EV manufacturers did was that they marketed EVs towards women. And um, I'm going to say that the marketing was, uh, by today's standard, very unflattering to women. And um, yeah. I was going to read some of it, but I've decided not to. So just I'll put the link in the show notes and you can go read it yourself if you would like. All right, everybody, that is it for me this week. If you have a chance, please uh, go download my new podcast, Shuffle Playlist. First episode coming out um, on December 15th. And yeah, I'm really excited. I'll put a link in the show notes, but then you can also search for it in your favorite podcatcher. And hopefully it'll be there. Like I said, it might, it's still really new up. Uh, I just posted it this week. So um, it might not be propagated everywhere. 
Thank you very much for listening. I hope you all have a wonderful day, and I will talk to you soon. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, everybody, before we start the show, I just wanted to tell you that we have a Patreon if you're interested in supporting the show. All you have to do is go to patreon.com forward slash kilowatt or support kilowatt.com and you can get rid of all of the pesky commercials. And it's cheap. It's only a dollar a month. Patreon.com forward slash kilowatt or support kilowatt.com.